Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. to be here this evening. We have with us someone who just, how can I put it? Everybody knows, everyone who knows me knows I like to eat. And so tonight, this evening, we have with us Chef Amir Akbar. And I have to tell you, I love anybody who can cook. Just love them. Just love them. Okay, a little bit about him so we can begin the interview because I really think that he has such an amazing story to tell and it's best coming from him than from me. So he is a native of Newark, New Jersey, and he's always been fascinated with food and cooking. And he showed interest in cooking, I believe, at a young age, but we'll find out for sure from his mom, and um, who was also a, she was a connoisseur of fine cuisine. And at the age of 11, his father purchased a hot dog cart and an ice, Italian icy cart. And for some of you who don't live in the um, East Coast, Italian icy and water ice are similar, but they're different. But you get my idea as to what that is. So his father was teaching him how to be um, an entrepreneur. And, you know, it's really interesting our foundations and how important they are to who we are to become and what we are to do and how we are going to share our gift with the rest of the world. And his gift turned into something that was really amazing. He eventually found his um, his way um, to culinary school, which I thought was just so great because um, he enrolled in the French Culinary Institute and he brought his knowledge. He he graduated from there, and he's a chef. He's a teacher. He is an entrepreneur. He's a uh, an author, and he's here with us today. So please, 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 please allow me the opportunity to bring to you Chef Amir. Chef Amir. Hey, good evening. Hey, hey, good Chef evening. Amir checking in on the ones and twos. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. I couldn't Excellent. find enough words to describe you because <laughs> when it comes to food, I kind of lose my mind because I sure. love I love to consume it. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you know, uh, thank you so much, you know, for that amazing introduction. Um, I mean, it was phenomenal. Uh, you know, and this journey for me has been amazing because when you know you and then you hear people talk about you, you know, it's always like, oh, wow. And then, and then it's like, were they talking about me? And then you recall that your name was mentioned at like the top of the sentence. And so, you know, without the shadow of a doubt, it was me. So <laughs> uh, we are, like, just excited to be here tonight. Um, and, again, I mean, the fact that you are a foodie and that you love food, you know, makes this yes. interview all the more better, right? <laughs> yes, yes, certainly, yes, yes. Certainly, certainly, I want to see how well I can contain myself while we're talking. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to try to keep it under control. We got it. We're going to work it. We're going to work it. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Now, you're a native of Newark, New Jersey, and um, yes. your mom is your, your primary introduction to 
the life of fine cuisine. What was sure. it like to be in your the kitchen with your mom? Sure. So my mother was a professional by trade. Um, she actually worked in the medical field. She was a, a registered nurse. Um, but my mother had traveled and um, she had an amazing palate at the time. Of course, I was, I was a kid. I didn't understand what a palate was, but she had an amazing palate and she really loved to cook. Like in her other life, I would say that she was probably a world-class chef. Um, but the cooking that she did do was, you know, just to feed her family, myself and my siblings. Um, she was just a connoisseur of all types of food. And so we would eat African food and Caribbean food and Indian food and, you know, Hispanic and Spanish inspired dishes. And, you know, as a kid, I knew what paella was and, you know, that type of stuff. And so, um, you know, I was, by the time it came time for me to kind of get in the kitchen and explore a little bit, you know, mom had been, you know, kind of just as her son, she just was equipping me so that when I became a man, if I didn't have somebody to cook for me, I wouldn't starve, uh, you know, because I would at least know how to cook. And that's a that beautiful really, thing. You know, the, the, the derivation of, of uh, you know, her and, the you know, the foundational piece of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I also made, like, a, a brief comment about our foundation um, is what propels us into becoming who we are to become. And so your father sure. introduced yeah. you into being your own boss, being your own yeah. man, being your own employee. Yeah. How was that yeah. for you? So growing up, my father... Um, was was just an, uh, an, a phenomenal entrepreneur in his own right. Um, and he owned several businesses, a beauty salon, and, and we had a, a beauty supply store all in the city of Newark. Um, and then we had a bakery called Salahuddin and Sons Bean Pies, and the name of Salahuddin and Sons Bakery, rather. And the name of our, our uh, number one product was Yum Yum Bean Pies. Like anybody from the area knows Yum Yum Bean Pies was it uh, in the 90s. So long story short, uh, you know, he was always about empowerment and, you know, self-employment and, uh, you know, you know, self-preservation and the type of stuff that's important for, you know, a man. Uh, it's important for people, period, but certainly for your son. And so I was a kid um, and I would, you know, be around the beauty salon, you know, cleaning up and sweeping or I would be in the beauty supply store stocking the shelves and different types of things. And I don't think that my father really knew I enjoyed cooking or culinary as much as I did. But one day he was like, you know what, son, this summer I'm going to teach you how to be an entrepreneur. And I was, I was 10, about to turn 11. I had no clue what the word meant. It was way too big. It was way too many words. Um, and I certainly wasn't looking for a dictionary to try to make sense out of it. But, you know, the conviction that he said it with made it pretty uh, exciting, you know. Um, and so we did that. He went out and brought a hot dog cart, you know, one of the small hot dog carts with the umbrella on it. Um, and he set me up with my first inventory. Um, and so, you know, um, I was, you know, uh, buying, you know, my hot dog buns and hot dog rolls. And, uh, you know, I was purchasing my own chili and, you know, my own cheese and that type of stuff, um, you know, and just kind of, you know, working the cart. And I'll never forget there was one day I was outside kind of taking my time, moving a little bit. Um, and uh, my dad came outside, and he was like, watch out, Amir, you're moving too slow. And so he started, you know, making the hot dogs or whatever. Um, and so people were, like, lined up every day for these hot dogs. And so uh, a few people in the line were screaming, no, let little man make the hot dogs. We like it when he makes it better. So just an amazing experience. You know, he was planting a seed, 
that he probably didn't know what it would, you know, develop to become. Uh, but nonetheless, he was planting a seed. Okay. Yep. So that's that, that foundation piece. Yes, it is. And it's so great that you had both parents who supported you. And yeah. we, yes, we were speaking about, you know, having that we foundation, having both having parents, both parents mm-hmm. giving, you, yeah, mm-hmm. giving you that kind of support, making you feel comfortable in your decision to Certainly. go into the culinary Certainly. the culinary world. Now, my other okay. question to you is, when you graduated from high school, okay, you decided to go to um, enroll into the French Culinary Institute. What yes. was that like for you, really stepping into your, your, your destiny? So interestingly, um, as we begin to talk about um, the upcoming release of the book, I Did It My Way, it'll bring more validity to the story. Um, but in a perfect world, I would have left high school and went directly into culinary school. Um, and unfortunately, that wasn't my story. And so uh, what gives this, you know, my story a really amazing twist was that um, I knew that I was great, you know, and my family and my friends believed in me. And I think that, you know, I kind of wanted to be on the fast track to success. I was young. You you don't process life, you know, um, realistically, you know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm young, I'm coming out of high school, I can already cook, I've already had a hot dog cart, I've already had an icy cart, I should be an executive chef somewhere, I should be a, and so that didn't happen, Um, and prior to me going in, you know, to culinary school, I wanted to make money, and so coming from a city like Newark is a very interesting city, and if you don't have, um, you know, someone that's like really, really steering and rearing you, which my parents did. But once you turn 18 and 19, you know, your parents are like, well, we can't make you do anything, Um, you know, and I wanted to make money. And so um, like so many, you know, uh, uh, young people, you know, I tried some stuff out and tried to make some quick money and some fast money. And of course those things didn't work out in my favor. Uh, I don't know if they ever do in anybody's. Um, and so I went through that, and then I got back on track. And at that point, I decided, you know what, uh, let me pursue my passion. Let me truly pursue my dreams, um, because the, the end result of this can be worse than what it could have possibly already been, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so from there, I enrolled into the French Culinary Institute. Um, I was 19, just about to turn 20 at the time, um, and they accepted me. And so I went in. It was a, it was a very expensive program. Culinary school can be costly. Um, but when you're passionate about something and you're serious, you know, the price point doesn't, doesn't, uh, you know, matter, you know, this is, this is your life's call. You know, this is a gift is, this is something that you truly want to exercise. And so we get it done. So I got mom on the phone, I got dad on the phone and they were just happy to know that I was back focused. Uh, and they were like, whatever we need to do, we'll get it done. So I went through the French culinary Institute, um, which was a two and a half year program. Um, and I graduated from there. Interestingly, when in, it was a class of 490 people, um, but each class was broken down into sections. So in my direct class, it was me and 12 other individuals. Uh, and it's really, you know, we eventually became a team, but in the beginning, everybody signed up for culinary school, and everybody thinks they have what it takes to be the next top chef. And so it's 13 of us, and everybody's a star. Everybody's already made it. Everybody's already made, if you will. Um, And so throughout the course of that two and a half years, you know, I proved to be 
um, you know, you know, um, the top of my class. And so with that said, I graduated top of my class. Um, and by the time we had, you know, given like our graduation and, you know, speeches, I was actually chosen uh, to give the commencement speech of our graduating class. Uh, and we had a celebrity chef guest and they, and, you know, by the time I finished speaking, he was like, there isn't much I could say, but listen to what he said and do what he said he's going to do. Um, and so I graduated with honors. Uh, and from there, my career just really took off. Like it really, really took off. Yes, I see um, that. Okay, your resume is extremely impressive. I mean, oh man! <laughs> yes, it's all I work. Mean, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you're an adjunct professor at the the um, of, of French International Culinary Center. Yep. International. Yes, and which was formerly. What is so, that like? So it, it's like phenomenally amazing. So let me—I got to really give you the history because it gives veracity to the to the story. So okay. the International Culinary Center is what was formerly the French Culinary Institute. So not only do I graduate from the school with honors, but they bring me in years later and uh, give me the title and the responsibility of being an ad uh, uh, an adjunct instructor of culinary at the school that I graduated from. So that was like enormous. Um, and I, and I think, again, much of it was because of my tenacity. You know, they saw something in me. Um, you know, you know, an African-American young chef that was committed to winning and succeeding, and I was driven. Um, and so I'm grateful to God that they saw that in me and thought enough to bring me back to help kind of instill and develop that, you know, in the next cultivating and developing of, you know, young and up-and-coming chefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's phenomenal. I have a lot to I mean, say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this belief that, you know, when we are called to do something, the object of the exercise in this life is to help somebody. Exactly. And and that's exactly what you did. You went back to help those yeah, coming absolutely. up behind you. Absolutely. And that's that's amazing. That's 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 amazing. That's a testament to your ability absolutely. and someone's calling on your life. Okay. Yes. Now, we all move on and um, you've worked, I mean, you've prepared food for, prepared meals for many celebrities and, and professionals. Oh, and how is that for you? I mean, that must be just a, a over-the-moon experience for you. You know, I take a deep breath because, like I said, you know, early on in the interview, I knew that I would be great, um, but I didn't realize that I would be great this fast. And I didn't realize that I would be great at, you know, I mean, it's one thing Mm -hmm. to be like a respected and reputable chef in your area or, you know, to have a successful catering company in your area. Uh, But when people know your name in California and in regions all over the country and, you know, you know, even in other countries and continents um, and, 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 you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, it's different. It really is. Like I said early on, you know, I'm like, is that me? You know, you see an interview and you're like, is that me? You see a picture in a magazine or something and you're like, oh my God, that's me. You know, I saw, you know, uh, there's a a metaphor that I usually use when I'm trying to encourage, you know, the the next generation of chefs. And I tell them the greatest feeling in life is when you see what you saw. Um, Mm. You know, when your dreams come to pass, when your visions come to fruition, you know, watching the baby grow up is like the most amazing thing in the world. Yes, yes, yeah. indeed. And it, and 
the fact that you are listening to what you are supposed to be doing is also right. amazing as well, because many of us yeah. tune out that little voice that tells us this right. is the direction you're supposed to be going Absolutely. in. And you're listening to it, and it's taking you to amazing places because you sure. are subjecting yourself and being open to this calling. Right. Yeah, I mean, now, I, I think I – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, please. No, no, I was, I was saying, you know, I think the first time I heard the voice and I listened, and I was like, I've probably tried a little bit of everything else, and so let's get his voice a shot. Um, and it was the greatest thing I ever did. And so from then, you know, I became conditioned to always listen to that spiritual inner voice, that direction, that guidance, um, you know, because it led me in the right direction the first time. And then I listened again and it led me some more and I listened again and it let, you know, and then I was like, Oh man, I ain't listening to nobody, but this voice from now on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That is a beautiful thing. I mean, it really is a beautiful thing when you know yeah. that that voice is taking you where you need to go and not the yeah. other stuff that you hear sometimes where, you know, that exactly. could possibly be something maybe, exactly. but you know that this voice is definite. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Now, you are also, um, well, there, you have so many things going on, okay? You have sure. the, 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 the Grill and Juice Bar in mm-hmm. northern New Jersey, right. correct? Which yep. seems to be on and popping. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> we, interestingly, um, they're renovating the space now. Um, and so that was another one of those miracles, you know, just listening to that voice and God kind of moved. Um, and it came to pass. But at the time, uh, I was working um, on a location in Trenton, New Jersey, which did phenomenally great. Um, and, you know, I was doing like private chef work and catering and meal prepping and different things. And that took off. And uh, Planet Grill and Juice Bar uh, was an opportunity that presented itself. And I prayed about it. In fact, I was in Dallas, Texas at a culinary convention um, when I when I felt that the voice said go. And so we stepped up to the plate for union and we opened it and, you know, just really took it to another level. Oh, that's excellent. Now, yeah. in addition to that, you've written this book. I yes. did it my way. Yes. What was the inspiration behind the book and what, tell us a little bit about the, what the book is about. You know, I wanted to tell my story. Um, you know, like I said, I, I grew up in the inner city. Um, I had many of the experiences that we often had have growing up in the inner city, the struggles, the mistakes, the setbacks, the disappointments, the highs, the lows, uh, you know, and from the outside looking in, people always think that they know where you've been or what you've been through or that they can even, in fact, tell your story. And so I was like, you know what, I'm tired of meeting people and they go, man, I know your story. And I go, tell me about it. And they go, so-and-so and such-and-such. And I'm like, oh, no, that ain't my story. And then, you know, you meet somebody else and they're like, man, I know, you know, man, you're so encouraging and inspiring. And I'm like, well, what happened? And they're like, well, didn't you and weren't you? And, man, you were. And I was like, no, that's not quite my story. Um, and so, uh, you know, I did it my way is, is really me pinning pages, you know. And in the book I'm talking about, um, from my lens, from my perspective, um, my life's experiences up until this point, uh, whether it was cooking for some of the greatest iconic celebrities on the planet, you know, or, or whether it was dealing with people that I never thought that I would even, you know, be in the same room as or dealing with experiences that I felt were beneath me, um, you know. And so in the book, I talk about that. Um, and I did it my way. Talks about my success after having gone through all of that. And getting to this successful place uh, or this place where I'm like really, I mean, 
where I am is successful, but we, you haven't seen success as it relates to what's coming down the pike, as they say. Um, you know, but I did it my way. It just kind of tells my story. You know, um, uh, uh, you know the the subtitle of of the book is "If My Story, Let Me Tell It." Because um, nobody went through it but me. Nobody was there with the celebrities but me. Nobody can truly, you know, share or describe my experiences but me. And so that that's, uh, you know, that's what it, I did it my way is about. Okay. Okay. See, that's one of the things um, whenever I have a guest on the show. I like for them to tell their story their way because no one can right. tell it like you can. Exactly. Because, you know, when you, when that drop of sweat, was starting to, you know, roll down your forehead. Foam, yeah, you yeah. had to wipe it off. No one right. else wiped it off for you. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, you know, this is amazing. And I, I'm, are you a man of God, I believe? Is that true? I certainly. I am. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm interesting. I was just looking at a picture of myself today, and I was like, you know what? I'm just different. And I think I just have to accept that, and I have to acknowledge it, and I have to, like, absolutely embrace it. That, yes, certainly I can put on a suit and a tie and look amazingly great like Reverend so-and-so and pastor and bishop such and such. But you know what? I'm so much more comfortable ministering, um, you know, in a pair of jeans and a this or that or whatever. Um, because because what I have discovered is it's not about what I have on, but it's about what's inside of me. Um, you know, and, and like with the book, many of the experiences of my life, uh, you know, are inspirational and motivational uh, and in fact, they call me a spiritual inspirer, you know, that, that there are many words uh, that God has blessed me to be able to speak by way of my experiences, uh, you know, where my, where my the struggles of my past or the struggles with my demons or the struggles, you know, uh, um, with decisions uh, will be empowering and encouraging for somebody else. Now, you realize that you minister through food, right? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny because God, you know, um, I, I of course do culinary full time, and then I do ministry full time as well. But there was a period um, where I did ministry like really, really full time, and culinary I would do kind of like as part time or whatever. And prayed um, for God to like take me to the next level. I was like, God, just make me a spiritual advisor to a celebrity or like, you know, put me in those arenas, connect me with somebody. Like I'm young and I'm great. God, why are you not doing this for me? Why I'm praying. Like my image is phenomenal. Like God, why are you? And God just kept me right in that little space I was in, you know, ministering and preaching to that group of people. And it wasn't until, you know, I took a step back from pastoring full time and actually being in that setting of a church and I focused fully on culinary and then God was like I wanted to make you great over here and then now that I put you in this setting you can use food to do my work so I'm like okay God so as a as a as a minister you wouldn't bring me to radio stations and put me before the nation but as a chef you will but I get to talk about your glory while I'm talking about your food and so it it, it just was like crazy it was crazy. Yeah, because he prepares the bounty for you to be able, you know, the fishes and loaves exactly. and all that other stuff and everything. That's right. This is what That's you're right. doing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. It's, it's just amazing because I could just see, you know, I can just envision you cooking and, and preaching at the same time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, there's some crazy stuff. Uh, tomorrow's one of the greatest meetings ever. Um, just to give you a little, little idea of what's going on, um, but we're in the process of, 
cutting a deal um, um, for an urban cooking show that I'll be the star of on a major network. Uh, we're working with a major production company. Um, and so, you know, this is going to be major. It's really going to take, you know, me and my ministry and culinary to a whole nother level. And the show will kind of be built around, you know, inspiration. It'll be built around me as a chef. You know, it'll be built around, uh, you know, you know, the spiritual side of me, you know, just not the worldly side, but just me being a mirror, you know, and it will show mm-hmm. me as a minister and, you know, you know, preaching and ministering to people and helping change lives. So uh, what we're talking about or what you just said was like a prophecy, a prophetic rather, uh, because tomorrow I've got an amazingly huge meeting uh, where we're going into pen and ink a deal for exactly what you're talking about. We want to tell the people, look out for that. Uh, we'll shoot, you know, for some time, um, but it'll certainly be coming to a major television network soon. Very, and very, very, I will very, be very watching. I'll be drooling Absolutely. and watching. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have to have some. I have to have someone from the team send you some stuff so you don't have to drool so much. We want you to be able to indulge. Or we need to bring you on the show so that you'll be able to indulge and enjoy some of this goodness with us. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly. Yes, indeed. Now, okay, when will the book be published if it's not published yet? Um, so we're actually working on um, uh, printing and production of the book now. Um, the goal was um, somewhere, you know, in the month of July and August. And so we just got so much going on, the television show and, you know, ministry has picked up on another level and, you know, uh, you know, running the restaurants and doing consulting and traveling and, you know, you know, so much. So, uh, you know, the team uh, is is really working effortlessly uh, and they're working like seriously, seriously hard um, to get all of these projects that we have on the table completed. Okay. So that being said, how can we keep track of you and where can we find you if we want to just kind of like keep up with what you're doing and, and find, do you put, do you place recipes anywhere for people to try? We or? do. Yep. And so I, I mean, I can give you all of my social media. Uh, in fact, just yesterday uh, we had an amazing interview uh, with the movement magazine uh, with, with uh, Egypt, Audrey Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was amazing with movement magazine. Uh, and so I know that, you know, she'll be sharing that interview very soon. Uh, but they can follow me on Instagram. We have an amazing uh, Instagram following where we share recipes and we post and share food. And so my Instagram name is D.A. Fresh Chef. It's D-A-F-R-E-S-H-C-H-E-F. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they can follow me on Facebook also um, at my name, Amir Natson, A-M-E-E-R, last name N-A-T-S-O-N. Uh, and then there is... Um, our restaurant and catering page, which is the Castle Culinary Co. And so it's T-H-E, Castle, C-A-S-T-L-E, Culinary, C-U-L-I-N-A-R-Y, and then Co, C-O. And so those are just, you know, a few of the ways that they can follow us. Of course, we're on Snapchat, also at The Fresh Chef, D-A-F-R-E-S-H, Chef. Uh, And I'm also on Periscope. I do a lot of uh, instructional videos uh, on Periscope. Also at the Fresh Chef, D A F R E S H C H E F. All right. That's how we stay connected. I'm writing all this down. I'm writing all okay. this down because I'm going to be, 
I'm going to be following because phenomenal. I phenomenal. like I like to try to 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 try to do a little something something in the kitchen sometimes. Oh, don't worry. You can you were <laughs> chef premier now, so you're gonna do more than try. We're gonna make sure you got it. Oh. You're gonna be able to put that five star dinner together in no time. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> no question about it. No question. No question. Yes, I'm so glad we had this time together. You know. Oh my goodness, just... I enjoy myself immensely. You have no idea. We could go for days. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Certainly. And I, you know, for this particular interview, I put up a lot of pictures and stuff of your food and, and oh, wonderful. You nice. know, the the um, Planet Grill you know, pictures and stuff so nice, that people could see. Nice, and nice. as I was looking at the pictures, I was going, man, that look good. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> but we're going to have to set something up so that we can, so that you're able to, to physically have the experience. Oh, I'm glad I work out all the time because right, exactly. if I didn't, <laughs> be trouble. Be in big trouble, right, exactly. Yes, yes, indeed. So, I would love to have you back whenever you have a chance. Yeah, it would certainly. be a pleasure and my honor to yeah, have you back on the mine. show. Absolutely. And I'd I'm, love to come. Once we seal this deal with this television show, we'd love to come back on, you know, the official launch and release of the book. We'd love to come back on and, you know, just share some of the stuff that we've got going on and happening. We'd love to. Okay. That's, that's, that's great. I will... I will get in contact with Emily, and I would like to thank Emily for this introduction. Had it not been oh, for her, goodness. we wouldn't even know each other. And oh, this my is a God. Are you thing. talking about an angel, a beautiful angel on earth? Please. We love Emily. She's amazingly, uh, you know, uh, she's meticulous, and she gets it done, and I love her. I mean, we couldn't do it without her. Yes, yes, yes. I, yeah. I am truly blessed to know her as well. So. And absolutely. And I know that we've, you know, a ton of people from our team, uh, you know, Audrey and, uh, you know, Sam Phillips, uh, who's our management. I'm sure he's listening and tuned in with us. And uh, my amazing executive administrative assistant, Tanya, she has learned how to deal with me and she has managed how to, uh, she's good at what she does. I'm just going to say that. Uh, she she gets it done and she makes it happen and so you know really thank God for her and uh, you know just you know you know working on like I said we got so much stuff we got happening working on a project we've got Quincy Patrick he's a Grammy award winning uh, producer he's working with us and then we've got our Binky Brown uh, uh, working as well in the executive production capacity of our up and coming shows so we got some major stuff happening we're just trying to right. do what we got to do. That's excellent. Now, I would like for you to leave a word to our young folks, you know, yes. a word of encouragement to them. I always like yes. for you, for my guests, to say something to them so yes. that they know what they need to do. Yeah. You know, if if I could just share a few words, um, I tell young people all over the country when I am privileged to speak for whatever occasion uh, in whatever capacity that there's life um, after mistakes. I think that that was me realizing that was one of the greatest things in my life. Uh, that so many times we make a mistake or a bad decision or we mess up or we come out of a broken relationship or, you know, we, we lose our jobs and we like give up and we dwindle and we fade away. And if I could encourage both young and old, I would tell everybody that's listening that there is life after 
error. There's life after mistakes. There's life after bad decisions. Like losing your job is not the say all end all. Losing your house is not final. It's like, it's not the death of you, you know, you know, uh, I mean, losing a loved one, it hurts, but life goes on and you got to do what you got to do. And when we get to that place and into a position where we like understand and really grasp the fact that there's life after stuff, and you're on your way. There you go. There you go. Sure. Love sure. it. Love it. So to all my listeners out there, I'm going to break it down for you. You can fall down, but you don't have to stay down. Bam. You Get got up. it. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. So it. I want to thank you. My thank listeners, you again. say thank you. And thank you. I mean, just keep on keeping on because this is a beautiful thing you got going. Oh, man, we're going to be connected, and I'm going to make sure the team and Emily and Tanya keep you posted every step along the way. We're family now. It's on. There you go. It's a done deal. I don't, you got it. So you take All care right. of yourself, and you have an Absolutely. amazing night, okay? You do the same and have an amazing night as well. Thanks for everybody that tuned in. Thank you so much. So Bye-bye. to all my listeners, you heard it live. You heard it from Chef Amir. You know what you need to do. As I always tell all of my listeners, follow your own dreams. Don't try to catch on or latch on to somebody else because what is destined for them is for them. What is for you is for you. You just got to listen to that inner voice, follow your dreams. If you make a mistake, don't let the mistake ride you in the ground. Make the mistake be a lesson for you to learn and let that be a stepping stone for you to move forward to the next level to where you need to be. Once again, Take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you're no good to nobody else. Always remember that. Have a great night. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com, Blog Talk Radio, and Facebook. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love a sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a gift for